Hey there, do you dream of escaping into a book? Maybe your escape includes a cozy cabin in the mountains or a magical town along the coast. Either way, you're in the right place. Welcome to Literary Escapes with me, Becky. This year on the podcast, we're exploring the United States. So every week I'm gonna bring you a new book set in a different state. So let's see where we're going today. So welcome to another edition of the Literary Escapes podcast. And today we are on stop number seven as we hop around the country in our Read Across the U.S. book club. And today we are headed to Florida, which is my home state. And Candace Colt, it is your home state. Yes, so absolutely. Welcome to the show today. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm really excited about the concept. I must admit, I hadn't heard about it until this year. So I was so excited to be invited to be a part of it. I just think that's the coolest thing. It's a fun idea. And yeah. I... The last three years, I've had a book club, and we visited a new country every every month. And so, wow, I didn't have to maneuver quite as many authors. Really? But so this wow. this year, it's a little different, and it's a little a lot more moving pieces, but um, fast and furious. But it's a lot of fun. Yes, good. It's a lot of fun. And I'm glad that you are able to join us to tell us all about the state of Florida. So tell me, is this your home state? Is Florida your home state? Not my birth state. I was okay. actually born, and I don't qualify as a hop on this one. I was actually born in California, Southern California. Me too. Oh, small world. <laughs> Becky, where? Where were you born? I was born in Santa Ana. Oh my gosh. Santa Ana wins. Oh my gosh. Yes. All, the, all the things are <laughs> That is back. so funny. I was born actually in Inglewood, California, in a hospital that's right next to where the professional basketball team plays. And that used to be a racetrack and now it's a, a basketball arena. But I How was uh, born and raised in Inglewood. And then after that, uh, my parents moved over to El Segundo, which was a little coastal town right by International Airport. So, oh, lovely. Okay. And so how long have you lived in Florida? We have lived in Florida since 19, and we always have to go back and think. Everybody yeah. asks. I think it was 96, 97. Okay. Um, we came down here when I got a really good job offer at um, a community college up in Gainesville. Awesome. And we've stayed. That is we awesome. Yeah, this is, we moved here in the 70s, and then I moved away in the early 90s and came back in the late 90s and so I did my hop around a few different states <laughs> you did your own <laughs> I did my own and um when we decided after I got married and we decided to have kids it's like okay we need to be close to one of our families I don't care which Good one idea. and he's like I don't want to live in Iowa again so <laughs> well Iowa's so we nice in spring it's a spring state and a fall but there's state. all these other times that it's not quite as nice so or well at least we lived in missouri out, so. we lived in missouri for several years so i get it you yeah know, summers yeah. they talk about florida summers we'll try a try a missouri summer sometime <laughs> they're hot they're uh the, it gets so hot the clay soil cracks yeah. i mean you know people yeah. don't think that but anyway so florida's it florida's it so tell me what you love about Florida, why you like being here and what has kept you here? 
Well, what kept us here basically, well, our jobs, but we finally got to a point where we could retire a few years ago and we didn't want to leave the state. We'd made friends. We liked the weather, although the last, you know, this last year has been nuts for weather in Florida, you know. Probably everywhere, yeah. Everybody seems like to be that. getting new patterns, don't, don't yep. they? Yeah. Um, I mean, some people just are not turned on by living in Florida at all, but I like it. Um, there's no state income tax, though, so that's always kind of a bonus. Um, and there's so much to do. There, you know, they have a lot of little specials on TV. You know, Florida on a tank full kind of a thing, but you really can't that, get yeah. in the car and go someplace on a tank full of gas. Um, and it's something really cool. And I like that. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say we live in the Tampa Bay area, so okay. our radius is I love just that. really cool. Yeah, I love the Tampa Bay area. The Gulf Coast is yes. so different than the East Coast, the yes. Atlantic Coast. And then you've got the whole interior that's yes. different from both of those. And then you've got the South that's yep. different from everything. Yep. And then you've got the North that's yep. completely its own thing. So Completely different. Yeah, Absolutely. Florida's really hard to pin down because there is a lot, a lot going on here. And yeah. We've got a lot of really cool little towns um, that people enjoy visiting. Um, I yes. live in one of them, and I always find it so funny that busloads of people come to our town to walk around oh. our downtown. That's <laughs> <recording>. cool. <laughs> well, I grew up here, and back in the day, we called it Deadland, and oh. there was a reason we called it that. And so the idea that people come here and they want to, and they, yeah. you know, it's a tourist thing. Yeah. It's just really funny to me. But it, we have so many cool little towns in Florida that yeah. are, are worth exploring. Yeah. Most, absolutely. Most people, when they think of Florida, they either think of the beaches or they think mm -hmm. of Disney and, you know, the theme parks, um, which all of those are great. Mm -hmm. There's a lot more. So, yes. That's Absolutely. Awesome. And it's a different lifestyle. I grew up, as I said, in Southern California, mm -hmm. and um, I have a very good friend here in town who grew up out there. We grew up at the same time, didn't know each other out there. She was a valley girl, <laughs> and I was a beach girl. And that's like two completely two different, worlds, different worlds. Yeah. And she's still a valley girl. God love her. She is still a valley girl. That is and so funny. I'm just not that way. So You're probably still a beach girl, aren't you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Truth. I love it. That's, and that's, I mean, like I said, I, I like the Gulf Coast so much nicer, so much prettier, in my opinion, than yeah. the East Coast. And, yeah, the Atlantic um, side is is a, a hustly, bustly kind of thing. And mm -hmm. we, we both have a lot of friends who live over there, and they groove on that. But I'm a quieter kind of person, and yeah. the whole Gulf scene is quieter. Yeah, um, the beaches are quieter. You don't yeah. get the... You know, not that Florida is known for its waves or anything, but yeah, but it's it, more gentle. It's, it's waves. different on the on the Gulf yeah. side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. So, so if what should people do if they come to Florida? What do you think? Like maybe in your sphere of Florida, don't miss this. I think people miss the the natural beauty. Of Florida. They see parking lots or airports or mm. 
we have a famous highway called I-4 here in this state, which is an absolute disaster 90% of the time. And it hasn't been since the 70s. (laughs) Yes, and it's really your only way to cut from Jacksonville over to Tampa unless you go over I-10, down 75, or take all the back roads. Right. But some of the back roads will take you to some really, really neat places. There's airboat communities. There's really natural coastal communities. We have a very thriving fishing industry, and there's a lot of little fishing villages that are worth seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, you get into the way interior, and you can do airboat rides through down in the uh, the swamps, basically. Right. But it's really, really cool down there. The airboat rides. So, so there's a lot of natural things down here. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a lot of that. state parks and you know yes. s- county parks, that kind of thing, that are well worth your time if you yes. enjoy getting yes. out and doing some hikes, that kind of thing. That's Yes, we do and I would advise people that are coming to kind of do your preparation before you get here. Don't just think, oh, we got to go to Disney and stay in a fancy hotel and that's it. And some people love that. That's fine. You come down uh, yeah. and do your resort experience, which is way cool. But if you really want to see the real Florida, you got to get off the interstates. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to do that anyway, but you know, you want to get out and about and you want to see the natural stuff. You want to see the animals. Um, you don't want to get too close to the alligators and of course <laughs> South Florida has a python issue but you know yeah. you're not going to go out and get eaten by a yeah, python don't do so. that unless you're a python hunter no. <laughs> yeah unless you're getting paid to get one of them exactly <laughs> but you know there's a lot going on I agree I absolutely agree I've enjoyed living here most of my life and for a lot of different reasons at different points in my life so yeah yeah I agree yeah. so in all of your, um, you know, your travels and different, your career, how did you become an author? That's such a good question. And I wish I had a really great answer for that. <laughs> I, I've always been writing something, you know, okay. that was the side of me that, you know, I went into fields where I had to do a lot of writing. It was technical, but it was still writing. Um, always been a reader of course that was part of it but I always like to sit down and just scribble out things and back in the day you actually wrote a handwritten letter Mm -hmm. so I used to have pen pals and we would write letters back and forth and they would go overseas and two or three weeks or a month or so later you'd get a letter back and you know that whole physical sensory thing of writing something was always appealing to me Um, And then going through college, we actually took notes in the day. I don't know that people do that anymore, but. um, Well, they type them and I don't think I could type that fast. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I guess my writing probably wasn't that fast either. No. And, and then I just got into the idea that, yeah, I think I'd like to, I was reading, 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 and not everything you read is good, Mm -hmm. but you read it. Yeah, because I'm one of those. I'll read it all the way at the end, even if I don't like it. I just feel <laughs> that's guilty. my husband's yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you know, I'd read it and I'd say, "Man, I wish I could write like that," or I would say, "Man, I could write better than that." So there was kind of like that thing going on. Nice. And then I just started. Um. I had a friend who was writing. She's more of a poet than she is anything. But we went to a writers' conference up in. Gainesville. Okay. And one of the keynote people was an absolutely fabulous author. And um, I started Rocky St. Clair and I started like listening to her stuff. And and then I read one of her books and I'm like, 
this is the coolest thing ever. And she gave the greatest how to write thing. Um, and cool. if she gave it today, she would have to update it, you know, because this sure. is years later. But she made it sound achievable. And she That's made awesome. writing sound achievable. Um, so I said to myself, self, let's do this. So with more workshops and a little more training, a little more uh, thought behind it, then I joined a local uh, romance writers group. And then mm -hmm. I just kind of grew my skill base until I finally got nerve enough to start writing. Well, I thought the only way to publish was traditional. So right. that was the goal, man. I was going to get me an agent. I was going to do all that. Well, I probably wasted three to four years doing that Ooh, Okay. until I woke up one day and said, there's another way. Yeah. You could be an indie writer. And so when that whole world opened up, that really, really, truly um, made it possible, made it achievable. That's awesome. Um, that's not to say that indie writers, and you know this as well as anyone, you can't just barf out a bunch of words and then slap a cover on it. And right. That's, it doesn't work that way. You have to have At least it shouldn't. Work. Yeah. No. Well, we all know there's some out there that's pretty bad. But, you know, if you're really into quality, you're going to hone your craft. You're going to write the best book you can. You're going to hire mm -hmm. the best editor, get the best cover designer to give yourself a chance. Yeah. But it's sort of evolved. And once it hit a certain point, it's just like, you know, it's like, it's hard to look back to see the day I started because it yeah. seems like that's all I've been doing. You know what I mean? That's really but, cool. And it does consume a bit of your time. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's awesome. And so what was the first book that you published? Oh man, I got to I get a hand all the credit over to Kristen Painter because she opened up the Nocturne Falls universe. Um, you know, she's another fabulous writer and I've mm -hmm. always loved paranormal. I was reading all of the traditional published paranormal romance books because I just thought that was the bee's knees. I just couldn't yeah. believe all of that. It was so cool. Plus I'm also a sci-fi nut and all that. But anyway, the point is a friend introduced Kristen to we were introduced and okay. she knew I was as not had not been published yet but she took a chance and she said it'll happen but and the qualifiers were write a good book have a good editor have a good cover blah 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 all the real thing because it's her brand right 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 and so you know that was the the challenge to do okay. it and do a good job and come up with a good theme and come up with a good family that I could write about. And I loved her idea and still to this day, write with that in mind that it's a, it's a family series, you yeah, know, they're cool. magical people. Okay. There's witches and shapeshifters and all that kind of good stuff, but they're just real people like you and me. That That's got really problems. Cool. They may <clears throat> solve them with a little magical touch here and there, but for the most part, they're just real people. And That's fun. That kind of threw me into it. And then when that book was accepted and more could come out of that, it just kind of grew. And so here we are. Well, that's awesome. And so the book that you are sharing with the book club is called Bewitching Andy. Yes, yes. And so that, when did that one come out? That came out in, in early 22, um, okay. late 21, early 22. Okay. That that is my first real total independent indie writing. I'm not nice. affiliated with any universe. I'm not yeah. traditional. It's mine. This my one's baby. all yours. Yep. Yeah. And, nice. 
the Bagashore series, which is, uh, I made that up, but it's Bagashores is a little town, which is really my town where I live here, but it's um, <laughs> a coastal town. It's just like any other coastal town where about half the people are ordinary with no magical skills and the other half are, or they don't put it, fill that out on the census. So we don't know exactly how many live here that are magical, but probably about half. Okay. And I focus on the matriarch of the family, which is a widowed witch. She's, um, she doesn't, nobody knows her age. She doesn't give out her age, but she's sort of the family. Why should she? (laughs) She's the family matchmaker, but she's also the family fixer. So when things go nuts, she has to draw everybody back in and fix it. Okay. But bewitching Andy is, um, if you want me to talk a little bit about that. Tell tell us about it. Bewitching is the first one in this series. Um, It's gone off now to where one of the characters is in outer space, but how did that happen? I don't know. That's an author for you. We don't know where it comes from. Exactly. But Andy is a single mom who had married an ordinary who didn't like or care for magical and had tried to suppress her. When they had a kid, the kid had magical skills and it was just too much for the dad. Um, okay. You know, they, the kid that, well, the kid's got one issue, he's mute, so he can't speak. So he acts out Okay. and he got mad in a parent teacher conference one day and he lifted the principal and the chair up in the air and slammed him down. And that was kind of dad's last hurrah. He's like over this. Yeah. So Andy and her little boy <laughs> go back home and they, um, she thinks, oh yeah, everybody helped me get get this kid straightened out he won't be magical anymore no they celebrate it they think it's the best thing in the world (laughs) so that they don't help her at all um so she's struggling with that trying to get people to listen you know please I don't want my kid to grow up to be like us why not and that was the answer that kept coming back why not what's wrong with us you know so there's that conflict going on but in the meanwhile she hooks up with um not right off the bat but she hooks up with um uh kid she grew up with that used to be her total annoyance this kid used to pull her hair and you know was the big brother's buddy and they just used to make fun of her and all this stuff he's a wizard Ah. a reluctant wizard because he had some issues with his wizardry that didn't turn out so well and he was the bad boy he left and went off and made a mess of his life and then came back and is doing much better okay but um they certainly have no interest in each other, but the kid is sort of the focal point. You know, they both think the kid's the bee's knees. So they kind of start with that and kind of grow closer over the little kid. And nice. I will tell you the rest. Okay. So, that sounds like but, a fun one. Yep. And the bewitching part is, is because she's a reluctant witch. And it yeah. takes a lot to get her back in the groove because she doesn't want to be like that. Right. It's kind of funny that they're both kind of reluctant and oh yeah with their yeah. with their powers and oh, their, yeah. who they are so yep. Absolutely. I like the I like the um regardless whether it's paranormal or whatever I like the theme of kind of embracing who you are and yeah becoming comfortable with that yep and that was the bottom yeah. line and that's yeah. sort of a recurring theme through all of that series is I like that, that. Um, yeah. you know these these folks are um well, the, the senior members of the family are like, why wouldn't you? Like we just said, why not? Exactly, the, yeah. You know, the younger ones are like, because it doesn't get us anywhere. 
you know, and they don't want to use the magic to empower themselves. Why don't they do it on their own? This, that, and the other. But then they realize sometimes you gotta, you gotta mm. use it. <laughs> there you and go. The good and evil business. Sometimes you sure. have to use it for the good, not always for the evil. So, okay. Yep. Good lessons. Good lessons. Yep. So how many books do you have in the Baga Shores right now? I have three, well, I'm going to say four because my reader magnet um, is also a Baga Shores. So I have okay. four in the contemporary living in Baga Shores. Okay. And three outer space ones. Um, wow. Okay. Andy's mom was sort of an absentee mom. And that was part of Andy's angst because she didn't want to be like her mom. Her mom was a witch, but her mom just was a, she'd take off on it. But she couldn't really help it because she has this thing when she does meditation, she's a real hippy dippy. And when she goes into meditation, she might end up in the Yucatan Peninsula fighting the Spaniards. I mean, with her or ancient Egypt about to be entombed with a, a dead Pharaoh or something. But this time she finally returns home for a minute. She's just that kind of girl. But that was conflict too, because Andy's not crazy about her mom anymore. But anyway, mom goes into meditation. And when she wakes up, she's on a spaceship. And it's like, what? <laughs> How'd I get here? <laughs> and she's got her familiar cat that is her fixer, her personal fixer that gets her out of all kinds of jams. And the cat talks. There's always a cat in my stores. I can't help it. But okay. and usually the cats talk. And this cat is sort of her um, her muse and her protector. And when they realize they're on a ship, they need to get back. But of course. when she meets the hunky alien space captain, now she doesn't want to go back. <laughs> so that's sort of the series. Oh, um, fun. She ends up having to go home to meet his family. Okay. And that's a challenge. And then she brings him home to Earth to, to, to meet her, her family. family. <laughs> and then they go off and fight a war so okay there's wow. the series <laughs> wow got a lot going on there i like it yeah yeah there's a lot yeah. of storylines you know when you're doing a series you know that there's a lot of storylines you have to create have to and track of. yeah yeah because it all together, the reader yep. will find it yeah <laughs> that's right well awesome that sounds like a fun one so Thank you for participating in the book club this year. And thank you for being our Florida stop. This is um, this is a fun, we don't have a lot of paranormal books for the year. So I'm excited that we can cool. dip our toes in with Baga Shores and Bewitching yeah. Andy. So thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah. And just a little footnote. So your listeners know it's sweet paranormal. So it's not going to be like, you know, yeah, all of our books in the book club are going to be sweet this yeah. year. So, so you don't, you don't let your readers think and your viewers think that it's going to be, you know, werewolves ripping out necks. It's not any of that at all. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> it's glad sweet. to hear that. Yeah. I like the sweet. So, <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for joining us, Candice. And if you're in the Facebook group, come on over and you'll get to meet Candice um, in there as well. And if you are not in the book club, make sure that you get in on, it. <laughs> yeah, totally, absolutely. Make sure you click on the uh, link in the show notes and come join us. So have a great rest of your day, Candace, and we will Thank catch you. up with you soon. Bye, guys. 
Thanks for joining me today. If you'd like to be part of the Read Across the U.S. Book Club, I'd love to have you join us. There is a link in the show notes. So just head down there and click and we will welcome you in. So see you in the book club, I hope. Have a great day and we'll see you next week with a new episode.